Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Ruby. I'm Gwen. Hey. Hi. We're here. We're doing the podcast again. It's been like a bit since I said I'm Ruby on the podcast, but like we're here again. It's classic. It's a classic feeling. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We're here. It's Ru- Ruby and Gwen, the classic duo. Yeah, the the original duo, and also the only duo that's on this podcast. But you know, it's the uh, the original the original combination of names. It's back again. <laughs> the original combination of genders. Yeah, never went out of style. <laughs> Lesbians never went out of style. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, hmm? that's true. No, what were you saying? No, I was just saying, like, I don't know how original it is, though, right? Because since the beginning of the podcast, I have picked up new pronouns. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, you know. It's just like, it's like when they say they're bringing back the original, but, like, they still change the recipe. So it's just Yeah, like, and, like, even if the recipe's, like, mostly the same, you're still a different person by the time you're tasting it. So it's hard to know if it's really the same at all. Yeah. <laughs> how have you been this week, Wade? Have you been up to anything? We've really gotten off on this shit, but, like... Um... You know, we're only covering two episodes this week. Did that allow you to, like, get up to some shit you wouldn't have gotten up to otherwise? Yeah, it did. Um, and what I've been doing is writing. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's fucked up. That's harder to talk about in the podcast than, like, watching yeah. some shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, besides that, fuck, I don't know. Any... Is there anything to talk about? There's new... there's the There's the Guilty Gear character. Yeah, everybody loves the Guilty Gear character, Bridget. Everybody loves Bridget. She's everyone's daughter now. Yeah. What about you? Have you been up to anything? I, not really. Like, this last week, I was like, um, you know, since I'm only watching two episodes this week, maybe I should, like, put in a little extra effort to try and have shit to talk about in this first segment. Like, oh, maybe I'll, like, finally finish Berserk, because I bet I could just kind of, like, power through the rest of that if I was, like, focused on doing it. Or, like, maybe I should, like, watch a thing that I've been, like, meaning to watch, like a like a 12-episode thing or something. But, like, I didn't really get around to doing that, and, like, that's probably fine. Um, I don't know, like, okay, it was kind of in a weird place this last week. I didn't really get around to, like, doing a ton of shit that I would have wanted to. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit better now. Um, and maybe I learned a valuable lesson about, like, Maybe sometimes when you have a break, you can just, like, have a bit of a break and not do as much work as, as opposed to finding new work for yourself. I, I didn't actually learn that. I'm going to, like, keep trying to do that. I'm going to, like, keep having that, like, poison in my brain. But... Oh, yeah, me too. I I immediately took this respite to do more work. Yeah. I, like, I mean, I intended to. I just didn't succeed. Right. In part because I was, like, editing podcasts and had, like, a bunch of re-zero to, like, read and watch. And in part because I was, like, I don't know. just wasn't feeling it. Totally fair. I mean, other than, like, our, like, licorice recoil check where we, like, go, like, hey, I had a blast watching the latest episode of that show with you. I, th- I, don't really, I don't really know if there's anything else to touch on here before we get into Naruto. Right. Uh, do you want to just get into Naruto, then? Yeah, let's just, like, get into it. Let's just fucking, like, get in and out real quick. Let's make this a, let's make this a breezy one. Hell yeah. All right. Episode 87. Keep on training. Pop goes the water balloon. Naruto gets the water in the water balloon to spin, so he's off to a confident start. Until it's hours later, and the water in the balloon is still only spinning. Jiraiya checks which way his hair is growing to help Naruto figure out which way he should spin the water. Naruto vows to learn the jutsu in three days. Jiraiya tells him it took the fourth Hokage years to perfect it, and that bursting the water balloon is only the very first step. Naruto keeps training for about a week with no progress. 
until he sees the in-cat batting a balloon around until it pops. This gives him what he needs to figure out how to pop the balloon. Big stretch. Big stretch, absolutely. You fucking caught me in the act. Yeah, I could hear it through the silence. It's just like, it's like a Pavlovian response. You read an episode summary, I do a stretch. But like only after you finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta pay attention. What if I say something that's different from the script I wrote? Yeah, what if like, <laughs> what if you say something that reveals that you actually watched like a different version of these episodes from like a different universe where different shit happened? That'd be scary. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it would be pretty cool also. Like, we get to talk, like, it would make it for a pretty different podcast. We watch, like, different versions of Naruto um, somehow, but, like... I'm up for it. <laughs> we, we could we could try it. I just start writing the, the recaps, like, what I wish happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, like, a lot of extra work for yourself. You have to, like, completely rewrite Naruto over the course of, uh... Over the course of, like, five years. That's, like... That's like less than half the time that it took Masashi Kishimoto to write Naruto. No, it's um, it, it's based solely on whim. On whim? Whim? My whims? Oh, whim, on your whims? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's that's not a bad way to do it. Right, okay, the fucking, the fucking anime we watch, the episodes, the podcast that we make every week. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, hey, no rush to get on topic. I, I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> this is a breezy I'd like one. to try. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so what <laughs> Right, so uh, you know, this is a this is a training sequence, pair of episodes, and Dry's approach for the most part is very much like, yeah, okay, kid, you figure it out, right? Like I like I've showed you the thing to do and you just gotta get there. Which is like you know, I, I understand the basic idea of like, okay, yeah, it's important that you like know like the principles behind like the chakra control shit you're doing to like learn this technique, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like it keeps running up against a problem where, like, because ninja education is kind of fucked, Naruto keeps running into things where, it's like, it seems like he doesn't actually know these, like, basic stepping stones to, like, the, the process of, like, learning the, the greater thing here. Yeah. Like, like, this would not be a bad way to try and train somebody if you could, like, take for granted that they had learned anything in ninja school. But, like, I, I just don't think you get that. And, like, you know, we, we get to that, like, basically immediately in this episode where, like, Naruto spends the whole afternoon, like, just kind of, like, not getting anywhere. And Dry's like, hey, wait a second. How are you trying to spin your chakra? Right. I feel like, I, I feel like, unless it, like, only comes up in this one jutsu and in no way in any other, like, application of chakra or, like, ninjutsu in general, I think it should be pretty clear to everyone which way their chakra is supposed to spin. Yeah. The thing is, I'm not sure if this ever comes up again at all. Like, I don't think, like, we know which way everybody's chakra spins in Naruto because it doesn't really matter. Right. Outside of spinning your chakra to do the Rasengan, which is, you know, not something everybody learns how to do in Naruto. So, like, little, like, hurdle Naruto has to, like, clear here of, like, okay, you gotta make your chakra spin the right way. It's, like, such a weird thing because, like, we get this big, like, exposition scene from Dry here, here where he's, like, talking about how, like, you know... The, uh, the chakra network in your body, like, spins in a certain direction, and it's, like, different for different people. But, like, this isn't... It doesn't mean anything, really. Right. Like, there's no... I, I don't think you can do anything thematically about, like, if your chakra, like, rotates left or right through your body. And I, I certainly don't think they do anything thematically with that, right? And so it's just kind of like, well, here's an extra detail about, like, how 
chakra works that exists to be like a hurdle for the sake of there being like one extra problem that Naruto has to like overcome here but like it's not even like a big thing it's just like he gets told like hey you should try spinning your chakra the other way and he's like okay and then he does that it's weird it's a weird beat it is a weird beat it's also weird because of what we learn about um like the next thing that Naruto has to figure out yeah what do you mean by that he, he gets it spinning the right way and then like the the thing that he figures out a little bit later is that like, oh, well, actually, the water needs to be spinning in lots of directions. Yeah. In order yeah. for the balloon to pop. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's just, like, kind of, like, uh, it's, like, a weird misdirect from trying to, like, actually to try something in the other direction. Or, like, maybe he's, like, trying to do, like, some sort of, like, subtle hint giving that is just going over Naruto's head completely because he, like, explained it in, like, a really roundabout, like, here's how your fucking chakra works inside your body, and, like, you know, he's fucking checked out. Yeah. And the other I'm like, oh, I'll spin it the other direction. Uh-huh. Like, like, the thing he learns from the cat is, like, the cat batting it back and forth so, like, the there's, like, turbulence in the water that makes it, like, pop. Mm-hmm. So this... Oh, you have to you have to spin it the direction that your body is like naturally uh, more acclimated to spinning is just wrong when it comes to actually popping the balloon. Yeah, but it's lore. It it, it sure is. I mean, anyway, Naruto's like making no fucking progress on this, even after like you know, like he he's he's like spinning the water in the balloon like a little bit faster, but he's not really getting any closer to popping it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dryad like starts talking to him about how. Um, about how the uh, the Rasengan is like a great jutsu for him because it doesn't require like any like hand signs or like anything more complicated than just like having chakra and like making it do the thing it needs to do to make the Rasengan. Mm-hmm. Like Naruto can do hand signs. Like it's it's never been a thing that Naruto was just like, oh, I can't do these hand signs right. Right. But like maybe he would have difficulty if it was like longer strings of hand signs or something. We don't know. Like I don't think he ever gets that complicated with uh yeah. with like. The amount of hand signs he does, but like you know, like like dry like breeze stuff. He's like, yeah, this this YouTube's great for you who's an idiot. Like you could just fucking you just can fucking make the basics really good. You've got this, which I think like suggests a sort of interesting thing about like the Rasengan and like the fourth Okage who developed it that I don't think really comes to bear. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I I think that like the idea of like oh like why did this guy who was renowned as like one of the strongest ninjas ever like try and develop this technique that like doesn't rely on anything like more complicated than like the fundamentals like I, I feel like there's a way in which like this could be used to like suggest some sort of commonality between like naruto and the fourth okage where like oh maybe that guy had to like overcome some stuff of his own too and like you know overcome some limitations of his own too but like i think by the time we learn anything more about that guy he's actually just like good at everything he's just like a cool teleporting badass mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i don't i i don't think that like level of thought was put into this i think it was just like another like dad connection yeah not for sure like, like, it's very much a, like, th- this is a jutsu, this is an ability, this is, this is a big attack that we can, like, give Naruto, and it's mm-hmm. very, like, befitting of Naruto as a guy, because it's, like, you know, spinning, and that goes with his whole, like, spiral theme, and then also, uh, it, it, it is just, like, a big, raw, chakra, basic thing mm-hmm. that he can do that is a big attack, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm, I don't really have anything to say about it beyond that. Just like, you know, it, it being developed by his dad, I think, has a lot more implications than were like considered. Mm hmm. Right. And there's like a there's like a later like lore reason that like his dad developed it. Like it's like backfilled, but in like is certainly not what was being thought about here. Because like, you know, later we learn like the Ross Hanging was like created to like imitate like an attack that all of the tailed beasts have. 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And that's like th- th- there's no way that was like on this fucking table here. Yeah, I mean they don't even know that tail beasts are a thing yet. Like you know, like regardless, you know the uh, the sort of like stakes of like Naruto trying to learn this jutsu fast are like put on the table both in the sense of like um, you know because we know it took the fourth Hokage three years. You know, we want to see Naruto do it fast. You want to see the underdog kid, like, you know, pull ahead and, like, maybe surpass the previous generation or whatever. It's the whole the whole Naruto thing, you know? It's the whole will of fire or whatever. Yeah. And there's all things into it. It's like, hey, I don't have fucking three years to learn this shit. Sasuke knows the story now. And, like, he might be fucking, like, in a coma at the moment. But he's not going to be in a coma for three years while I learned the Rasengan. So, like, I gotta fucking pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah, or at least I hope not. <laughs> that would be a whole separate problem. Yeah. Yeah, and like po- point of order, it it took the fourth Hokage three years to invent the jutsu. Mm-hmm. It it should be a little bit faster to learn it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about this uh, the section? Are you ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. Okay. Turns out it's way easier to stabilize the chakra needed to pop a water balloon if you use two hands. Naruto lays out how he figured out his trick, and Jiraiya shows him the next step: popping an air-filled rubber ball which is much more difficult. Naruto wants Jiraiya to stick around and help, but Jiraiya says it's important to do this on his own and refuses. Naruto trains until he can barely hold the ball, let alone pop it. In town, Naruto spots a kid and his dad bonding, and gets really wistful about dads. Eventually, Naruto works through the pain and manages to pop a hole in the ball. Jiraiya shows up with the same popsicle as the dad from earlier and congratulates Naruto on his progress. So this, this half of the episode... Starts off with, like, Naruto wanting to, like, show off to Jiraiya that he figured it out. And I, I love the way he goes about this, because, like, Jiraiya's fucking asleep, right? And Naruto's just like, okay, fine, I'm just gonna fucking pop a water balloon in his face until he wakes up. Yeah, that'll do it. I, I like that he's, like, immediately ready to, be, like, be all, like, fucking, like, self-confident, start gloating about it, you know? He he was, like, deflated for a little bit when it like, took a while to get there, but, like, he's... The, the instant he makes it, he's, he's just fucking back on top of the world. He can't keep the kid down. You gotta root for him. Yeah, love this kid. Um, can I just say... Mm-hmm. I love that Jiraiya doesn't make him do it right. Yeah, no, that is, like, definitely a huge thing to Jiraiya's credit here is, like, he sees Naruto has figured out a way to do it, and he's like, yeah, okay, keep fucking going, like, see how far you can take this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this uh, this whole sequence is, like, very much, like, sort of an attention of, like, sometimes Jiraiya like, feels, like, a little bit too much like a comedy mean guy, and sometimes he's, like, trying to be Naruto's dad, but, like, you know, the, the moment where he's like, yeah, okay, th- this is your style of doing things, like, I want to encourage that, like, help you build on that, it's, like, genuinely great, I think. You know, I, I like that, like... When Jiraiya sees Naruto doing it, he's like, oh, I, I would have never fucking thought of this. Because, like, he just knew how to do it the, like, quote-unquote correct way. Yeah. The, the other thing I want to talk about this is that, like, Jiraiya is, like... Like, he sees that Naruto's on this, and he has this moment of, like, being kind of like a... Like, I should have been like, ah, it was all because of me. And Naruto's like, no, it was because of this fucking cat, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like, what Naruto says is that, uh... You know, seeing the cat do it also, like, reminded him of how... When Jiraiya, like, made the balloon pop, like, it was clear that the water was going in more than one direction... Yeah. I, I feel like this calls into question some of Jiraiya's, like, teaching methods here, because I bet that if, you know, Jiraiya had just, like, let Naruto try it for a while, and then showed it to him again, like, showed him popping the balloon again, like, he might have got it way sooner. Like, like, maybe just, like, a second demonstration after Naruto had been trying for a while would have gone a long way. Oh, it definitely would have gone a long way. Probably Naruto would have figured it out, like, the the, the night after um, they had the uh, the hair talk. If instead mm-hmm. of the hair talk, they had the, all right, I'm going to show you it one more time. Now that you know a little bit more about what you're doing to, like, look for specific details. Yeah. No, I mean, like, there's definitely that refrain throughout this, these episodes, like, driving, like, ah, oh, Naruto, you need to, you need to keep, you need to do this on your own. You need to, like, figure this out on your own. I'm like, I, I, there, there is, like, again, I think there's, like, some merit to, like, 
letting Naruto like get get a handle of these basics, and not just have like an exact process to replicate. Mm-hmm. Totally. But also, like deliberately, not, I, I think there are all of these times where the show sort of winds up shining a light on the fact that like, okay, but he could be doing like, a little bit more. Yeah. For like once Naruto clears the like water balloon phase, you know, he like brings Naruto to like the rubber ball phase. And again, it's very much just like, okay, figure it out. And uh, as we learn later in the episode, I think there's like some basic things that like Naruto doesn't really have a grasp on that would have made this easier for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. But like, I, I finished the sentence in a way that implied I was going to continue speaking about that exact thing, but I didn't actually have anything to say until like later. So I just kind of. You fucked up so bad. <laughs> I know. It's, it, it, I know. The podcast, is good. this episode is going to be unlistenable for everybody. Yeah. It's okay. It's a short one. I can skip it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just training. It's just training. Uh, this this one's really just filler. It turns out. <laughs> no, you can't say that, Gwen. That's not a stance. <laughs> I've been so careful about saying filler on this podcast. Yeah, I know. I only say it on purpose. <laughs> you know, like Nardo is like trying really hard to pop the rubber ball. There's this like, Gwen. Do you think I can ask you to like edit in some audio from the show on this episode? Oh, absolutely. Because while Naruto is, like, trying to pop the rubber ball, there's this moment where, like, uh, you know, we just get, like, this sort of, like, shot of, like, the sky as, like, various semi-transparent images of Naruto, like, float across the screen. And it's Uh just, like, various, like, Naruto shouts, like, overlaid over each other while, like, the music is playing and the show briefly sounds like a remix of itself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember that part. It's a good part. I just think we should like preserve that for the people who maybe are going to go look it up on their own because it's it is beautiful and like it, it just completely winded me. Yeah, I'll drop that in. Sure. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you. You know, that's that's not really going anywhere, and uh, you know N- Naruto like makes another attempt to like ask Jiraiya to just like stay and like watch over him while he's training. Um, and Jiraiya's just blowing him off, and like Naruto is uh, is like I mean he's at his limit in a lot of ways, but like right in this moment he's kind of at his limit about like how much he can take from this because like you know Naruto definitely wants more than a guy who is going to teach him like a jutsu, mm-hmm. right? You know he has had people like looking after him, right? Like he has had like. You know, like, like, Erika has been there for him, but, like, also Erika has, like, a job or, like, watching over a bunch of other students at the same time. So, like, he's only, like, even though Naruto's kind of, like, Naruto's clearly kind of Erika's favorite. There's only so much that can do. And, like, Kakashi is there, but also Kakashi has trained Naruto, like, basically one time and, like, went off into the fucking mountains with Sasuke for a month. And that feels, like, pretty bad. So, like, he, he he's definitely really hoping that, uh, that he, he can maybe, like, make up for last time and have, like, a little bit of a father figure here in, with Jiraiya. And, mm-hmm. uh... Partly Dry is just kind of an asshole, and partly it feels like maybe Dry isn't like really ready for that right now. Like Dry, Dry isn't really like go all that distance. Like he he'll like make some gestures toward it, but he, he's not like ready to step all the way into that. Uh, yeah, and you know that's. I think Dry has a lot of growing to do. I think he needs to be less of a sex pest. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And so, do you think Dry is actually doing any work? Because like I know we see him with the girls and stuff, but like. Do, do you think he just starts working next episode, or do you think do, do you think he's doing a little bit here, too? 
Yeah, I mean, I would believe that Jirai is a person who has, like, sort of, you know, gotten the handle of the skill of, like, while he is, like, you know, wandering off to, like, uh, hostess clubs and stuff, to be, like, so it's sort of, like, working conversations there to, like, get a feel of what the what the mood is around here, to, like, grab as much information from that sort of thing as he can. But also, you know, I, I, at the same time, I feel like hostesses are, like, maybe not the people that will know about Tsunade. So, like... He, he might not be doing no work, but I feel like he is maybe committing himself to work that is uh, is pretty unlikely to bear fruit. Right. He should go to gambling dens. Yeah, like, that seems like it would be the thing to do. Or loan sharks. Uh-huh. He knows the kind of people that would have encountered Tsunade, and, like, we don't see him talk to any of those people until, like, next episode. Right. But, you know, I don't know, maybe... I, I want to believe he's trying a little bit. Yeah, like, I, I don't think, like, like you know, I, I don't think the only thing he's doing is, like, um j- just, like, going going to these clubs. Like, like I, like, I have to imagine, like, he's probably also doing other shit. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know. I have to, like, I, I'm giving him, like, a little bit of the benefit of it out here. Like, maybe he doesn't deserve it, but, like, you know, it's whatever. And, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, we get this idea that, like, oh, Sonata's, like, really hard to find because she keeps changing her appearance, but also she doesn't do that in the show that we see. Yeah. She just um, kind of has the one look, and as soon as Dry, we see Dry like ask like this is more about next episode. But like as soon as we see Dry like asking around with a photo of Sonata, he's, he, he like he immediately sees somebody go like, "Oh yeah, I saw this woman." So like it's yeah, they're they're not really doing the work to make it seem like it would be a hard thing to find her. Yeah, no, they they really aren't. But but also like I I can also see it being the case where Jiraiya like knows Naruto needs to like do this training or whatever. Mm-hmm. And has just kind of just, like, set a time limit for himself where he's just like, alright, I'm I'm not going to worry too much about it mm-hmm. until Naruto gets to this point. And then, if we need to change location, we can change location without it necessarily interfering with Naruto's progress. It's like, maybe he, like, knows enough to know that Sonata is here, and he, like, knows enough to know that he'll be able to tell if she gets, like, chased out of town on gambling debts. Uh-huh. But, uh, it's like, yeah, maybe he's just kind of biding his time now. We don't know. Yeah, but uh, not Naruto. Naruto's training. Naruto's training. Naruto's like also like going around town to like pick up dinner for dry. Sometimes we get that scene you mentioned in the uh, the summary about how he sees like a dad sharing a popsicle with his kid, and it's just the most like on the nose. Like ah, uh, Naruto wants like the, the 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 like affection of a father figure who will like you know sh- share a treat with him, but also like the sort of a uh, stern like diligence like okay you shouldn't have too much treat or else you'll ruin your dinner you know it's like it's very uh if you had picked up that naruto wanted a dad this is the moment we're like hey hey naruto really wants a dad <laughs> yeah, and like it's... like you know around the time like i think there's also seen where like we see dry like watching naruto from behind a tree and you'd be like ah oh, naruto i would help you more if i could but i uh but, you know, you have to figure this out, like, on your own, which is, like, I, I get that it's probably supposed to be, like, I oh, here's, like, a, you know, like, fucking masculine fatherly distance or whatever, but, like, really, it just kind of raises cold. Yeah. Yeah, like, sure, dude, I'm, I'm like, positive you think that. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> the, th- the thing that gets me is, like, when Naruto finally makes progress here, um, the way he does it is, like, what we basically learn is that he doesn't really have a great sense of, like, how to know how much chakra he's using. Um, mm-hmm. and he only gets a hold of it by being like, oh, it hurts when I use chakra now because of like how long I've just been like doing this training. And so if it hurts a lot, I'm probably using a lot of chakra, <laughs> which again, I, I feel like, I, I guess I don't know how you would go about 
teaching this sort of thing, but it's also, again, one of those things where it feels like maybe you should have checked if the kid knew how to do this, you know, like before like leaving him on his own for a long time, because it seems kind of fundamental. Yeah, that is something that was called out um, before when we got the like wasted chakra effort uh, talk from, who was it, Iruka? Uh, I think it was Abisu. Abisu, right, right, right. It was, it was because it was during the uh, the water walking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're like that. That is the thing that Naruto fucks up with. Is it's like he he always he always just goes hog. But I guess, but he also needs to be like going harder on this one. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, okay, so like chakra flow is like water pressure. Mm-hmm. And because Naruto has such a big chakra. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only needs to open the faucet a little bit, and a lot comes out. And so that's like you know, he's he's used to only opening it a little bit. But like, if he wants to go hard, he you know, it's the first time he's ever had to go hard. Okay. Sure. That's that's what I made up just now. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm mean, like I'm not even trying to be like oh, there's like a huge plot hole thing here, right? Like I don't I don't fucking care about that. Yeah, who fucking cares? I I just think it's like a thing where it's like again. The really hands-off training feels like it falls short when you have these repeated evidence of the fact, like, like it feels like it would be important to, like, make sure he understands the basics on a level, like, where he can pick up on these things before he is, like, literally, like, causing himself pain. Yeah, right, like, I just don't get what is gained by having Naruto, like, learn this thing through, like, great effort and, like, harm to his body that is, like, Something that is supposed to be, like, understood on, like, a basic level for, like, basic preschool baby ninjas. Mm-hmm. You know? Because... Yeah. Just, just because, like, he wasn't taught very well in school. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he does pop the ball a little bit. So, like, you know, he, he gets there in spite of uh, in spite of whatever problems there might be with teaching methods. Yeah, and Dry is still that guy's popsicle. <laughs> Jiraiya is there to complete the fucking symbolic display of, like, fatherhood. And they both, like, just sort of, like, bite down the popsicle, like, leave it in their mouths as they smile like fucking freaks. <laughs> How do you do that? I would die. I would die. Yeah, I mean, you would. You don't have that shinobi training. You don't have that, like... I mean, I guess you do, right? That's the fiction. Yeah, of course I do. Come on. Okay, you're right. I guess it's just... I guess it's just harder for, um... For Hidden Sand, uh... Shinobi because it's... I, no, I don't know what I'm going with this. I, never mind. Forget this bit. It's because it's hotter over there, but this doesn't fucking make any sense. Yeah, you think that we have popsicles more often? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. It was, it was poorly conceived. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have freezers! Uh, well, that's, that's that episode for me, anyway. Anything else you want to touch on? Uh, No, I think... I, th- I think we're there. Um, let's move on to the next one, yeah? Yeah. Alright. Episode 88, Focal Point, The Mark of the Leaf. Orochimaru is having a rough time with his arms and kills a guy for trying to give him his medicine. Kabuto pops in to have a chat about Tsunade's whereabouts. Jiraiya puts a little swirl on Naruto's hand and gives him a little demonstration to show how it'll help him focus on one point. Naruto keeps training, and we see Jiraiya actually gathering intel, while Orochimaru and Kabuto set out to look for Tsunade. Naruto wants Jiraiya to stick around a little and play catch, but Jiraiya brushes him off after catching a ball in his teeth. 
Jiraiya learns where Tsunade is while Orochimaru and Kabuto arrive in Tenzaku Town. Tsunade wins at a slot machine, so she knows something's up. Orochimaru's in a lot of fucking pain. Yeah, he's doing pretty bad. He's, like, killing guys or telling them to take his meds, you know. It's, uh, maybe not the most productive thing to do, but, like, I don't know. It's fine, I suppose. I just start doing that on my Twitch streams. <laughs> you shouldn't start doing that in your Twitch streams. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I don't know for sure, but I feel like killing your viewers is kind of frowned on. Yeah, I feel like it's probably not allowed. There's probably yeah. something about that in the Twitch t- terms of I mean, service. I guess they don't have to find out, but like it, it still feels like it's a, it's kind of a loss for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not very conducive to uh, having a high viewer count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rochemar is like fucking sick of this. Like he has been like out of commission for like a few weeks now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like that's 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 fucking too much. Like I, you know, this is probably like the longest amount of time he's like not been able to just fucking do whatever he wants, and it's it's not treating him very well. You know, he is he he is extremely sick of the process of like being treated. He just wants that shit to be over with. You know, yeah, he just wants to press the button that makes him healthy. And he's like, you know, actually, Sonata's out there. Maybe she's the button that makes me healthy. Yeah, let's go press her. Yeah, basically. I was like the Kabuto was like basically just like waiting outside the room, uh, for, for, like when when uh, Orochimaru like kills that guy. Like I imagine this is just standard practice for him. He just sends somebody in there when it's time for Orochimaru to take his bed. It's like okay, this is the reminder guy, and once that's out of his system, I'm I'm gonna go in and talk. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, honestly, good move. Yeah, it's it's smart. Oh, uh, be right back. I have to go give Orochimaru his meds. Wow. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll just send my puppet in. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. No, I'm just, I'm just teasing. I, I don't actually work for those guys anymore. <laughs> we're, we're out here doing our own thing now. Yeah, we're, we're freelance now. <laughs> I'm getting the, I'm getting the Akatsuki robes made. I put a little strike through on my headband. Uh huh. You already had yours. I'm I'm like uh, I'm 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 sewing the Katsukiro's back in her hotel room. <laughs> so fucking cool. They're very cool. We're gonna look so badass. <laughs> we are. Oh my god. Right. I need I need to make a new cover with us in the Akatsuki robe. I mean, if if you're up for it, like you don't gotta like go all out, but like you know, it'd be fun. It would be fun. Back with Jiraiya and Naruto, you know, the, the training's progressing, you know, Naruto has, like, made a little more progress with, with popping the balls, and Jiraiya's like, hey, alright, I'm gonna be real with you, Naruto, you got yelled at in school a lot, right? Like, I love that that's how he leads into, like, explaining shit, he's like, hey, your teacher's fucking hated your ass, right? Yeah. Naruto's just like, whoa, yeah, how do you know? No, he actually <laughs> takes great offense. He's like, shut up, what do you mean? No. <laughs> I think you'll find that my teacher is actually, like, more of my dad than you are, so fucking try to keep up. Yeah. Why do you, like, catch with me sometimes? That's yeah. a fucking dad thing. I don't actually have any truth, like, the, the progression of this being, like, part of the teaching plan. Like, it, it makes sense that you want to get, uh, you, you want to get, like, the basics down before you, like, work on, like, like honing and focusing now to, like, a smaller point. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, that's fine. That's right. That, that just, like, kind of progresses from there normally. Um, we, we have like a, like a montage where they kept between like Orochimaru and Kabuto like walking towards the Tanzaku town. We have like dry gathering information. We have like Naruto obviously like training in the woods and like making a horrible fucking mess. He's like littering so badly. He's not cleaning up those rubber balls at all. No, absolutely not. But the thing I want to touch on is that like it kind of seems like Kabuto and Orochimaru just sort of like set out 
I like walk in a straight line <laughs> towards uh, towards the Taiku Town until they get there, right? Like, yeah. Like they have, they haven't like packed like any shit. They don't have any like bedding or anything. They're just kind of like they're just kind of going. Occasionally, Orochimaru like gets really annoyed. The build that like falls onto his knees and like kicks a tree down, and then like gets back up and keeps moving. God, I love Orochimaru's fits. It's it's it's, it's great. Confident just like steps back a little bit. He's like, okay, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride this out. I, I am farther away from him than some of those trees are, so that's gonna be good enough for me. Yeah, and also like I don't know, I I feel like I feel like Orochimaru like knows not to fuck up Kabuto. Yeah, that guy's like at least for now, like you know, useful enough that he's not really on the chopping block in the same way. Mm-hmm. But 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 yeah, they just kind of not jumping through trees or anything. They're just kind of just taking their time. Yeah, walking on just... the ground. Having a nice little stroll. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, but if if last episode wasn't like uh, like obvious, like this episode has like a I want you to be my dad like air horn, mm-hmm. like <laughs> neon sign right in frame. Yeah. yeah. Um, where Naruto's just like, hey, uh, you think you can stick around and maybe play catch a little bit? Yeah, just to give a catch. Like, uh, <laughs> that's normal, right? That's normal to ask, please, please. <laughs> oh my god. I play catch with this kid? God yeah. damn. We, we can't take the Katsuki ropes for that, though. He'll, he'll be too freaked out. He's on high alert about that shit right now, you know? God, the, the Katsuki are fucking stupid. Yeah? All they had to do was send someone who would be like, Hey kid, wanna play some catch? You look pretty lonely. Yeah, I know I grade you today, I can teach you. And also, I'll, like, hang out. Yeah. Hey. You know, I'm something of a shinobi myself. <laughs> okay, which, which, which Akatsuki would be the best Naruto stab? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Um, like, Itachi can't be it. Like, he's, uh, he's... He, he's too young, and also, um, Sasuke wants to murder him really bad. Yeah, right? Like, there's, there's too much room for error there. Um, probably not Kasame. He's just kind of, like, a weirdo, right? Like mm-hmm. he's he's like he's way too quick to like talking about like cutting off Naruto's limbs. I'm just going down the list. I, I, would any of them be good? Because like Hidan wouldn't, Kakuzu wouldn't, um, the Dara and Sasori wouldn't fucking care. Uh, Zetsu isn't the character. Maybe the like most dad looking one of Pain's bodies. <laughs> yeah, that might just be it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it would be so easy. Yeah. I guess that's the, the real big the cost, because they just don't have any, like, dad aspected people to, like, try and, uh, try and take advantage of that weakness. But, um, I mean, I can't help them there. Yeah, I could be a dad. Yeah. You should have recruited me. Okay. Like, I don't feel like I, I could pull it off, but, like, I, I'd believe that from you. Some, sometimes, like, may, maybe Naruto should have a lesbian dad. <laughs> Absolutely, Naruto should have a lesbian dad. Are you kidding me? So, meanwhile, Tsunade is, like, is, like winning big at a slot machine, right? Mm-hmm. And like she, you know, like I said, she, she's really like some shit's up, right? I love so much that Tsunade is like, oh, this is a bad sign. But she's also like, okay, I'm gonna like keep sitting here and like winning some more though, while I can ride this out. <laughs> yeah, like this is moving like a little bit in the ne- next segment, but like I-, I I love that Tsunade is just like something's wrong here. I should be doing something. Plays the slot one more time. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like. You'll have to see it. It's just, like, a very confident, like, well, anything bad that happens, I'm probably fine. I'm one of the Sanin. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, what's the worst that could happen? Well, 
You you want to move on? You want to see the worst that could happen? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Tsunade keeps winning, and Kabuto talks to Orochimaru about how she was the one to propose the practice of having a medical expert in every ninja squad. Naruto's losing steam, still only able to put a hole in a ball and not pop it entirely. He's having trouble concentrating. Tsunade has a bad feeling and wants to skip town early. Naruto remembers being a troublemaker at the academy with Choji, Shikamaru, and Kiba. One day after school, Iruka pulls them aside and puts leaves on their heads, telling them it's something the founders of the village used to do to help concentrate. Naruto gives it one final go. The shockwave sends him sliding along the ground, seriously impressing Jiraiya. Tsunade gets a bad feeling before watching Tanzaku Castle explode. The dust clears to reveal Orochimaru atop a giant snake. We get Kabuto and Orochimaru talking about how, like you said, Tsunade proposed the idea of having like a medical ninjutsu specialist on each squad and I, I really have to wonder like is this one of those things where it's like yeah i mean like maybe in history like um th- this is actually like a fairly recent thing like even if it seems obvious looking back at it right mm-hmm. like is it, it, like sort of a historical parallel to like okay maybe it took a while for like them actually having like medics nearby in combat situations or is it just like a weird thing that they introduced to be like here here's something good that's not i did without like really thinking through the implications of that right um, yeah i don't i don't know because it does sound kind of obvious to so just like yeah you should have someone to like treat the injured in in mm-hmm. like combat situations yeah especially if like what that amounts to is like having somebody who can do like healing magic like you can just shoot like healing energies out of their hands um you know it, it doesn't uh-huh. like I mean, you know, they could, there's, like, a training investment there, but it's not like it requires a lot of, like, difficult-to-transport equipment or anything. Right. Tsunade discovered and uh, proposed the healer tank DPS trifecta. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, it, it, it seems like the more obvious thing would be, like, oh, maybe she, like, like she refined medical ninjutsu or something, or, like, maybe she, uh, you know, made some, like, developments in that area. The stronger version for this, in my opinion, is that she, like, did developed medical ninjutsu to where it would be, like, effective to have in the field, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, we have seen um, n- ninja stuff that is, like, big and requires, like, complicated, like, arrays and, like, scrolls and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I-, I can definitely see the case where it's just like, yeah, medical shit just used to be, like hard to do in the field because it required like you know equipment and complicated arrays and stuff and just like Tsunade like was like a medical genius or whatever and like found easy ways to like you know minimize that yeah and it could be cool if like from there she like wound up being like a like a traveling like sage person who like wound up like spreading this knowledge like other villages even because she just wanted that information to be like available that could be like super cool yeah that would be awesome but, like, when it's just, like, oh, yeah, she thought of, like, having medics uh, as opposed to, like, letting people die when they got injured in the field. It, it winds up being a thing where, like, if that's, like, what makes her one of the Sanian, then, like, her thing that makes her a Sanian isn't actually, like, a cool, like, strong thing about her necessarily, right? Right. And also, can I talk about, like, the, 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 the context of this conversation? of, uh, like, Orochimaru uh, and Kabuto, like, talking about it. Yeah. Because this is actually something that I, like, really appreciate a lot about Orochimaru and Kabuto's relationship as it exists right now. 
where um, Kabuto is just like Orochimaru's like autistic son. Please elaborate. Well, I mean, uh, Kabuto to me, like this scene really read to me as Kabuto just kind of like gushing about his special interests and not, and Orochimaru just being like, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 God. like because like Orochimaru knows. Uh-huh, right, like, you know Tsunade. <laughs> yeah, like, they grew up together, like, they're, they they have, like, a very personal relationship, you know, and, like, uh, uh, like on some level, like, Kabuto, like, knows that about Orochimaru and Tsunade, right? So it's it, it's, it's not like he wouldn't know, but, like, when, when, when you're talking about things, like, it's not always necessarily because you don't think the other person knows, right? Like, you just mm-hmm. want to talk about it. Yeah, sure. And I also think it's kind of fun that, like, even though Kabuto is, like, going there to make Tsunade's life worse, he's still, like, I'm, I'm like, kind of excited to meet her, you know? She was very, like, you know, she was, like, a big, she had a right, big impact right. on Right. God, Kabuto is so sweet. <laughs> Orochimaru is, like, way less, like, you know, he, he's way less depressed by Tsunade because he, he's basically just, like, yeah, I mean, fucking anybody could have figured that out. They, like, had a lot of people they know died. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make one eventually. I would have figured that if I was like weak enough to let people I cared about die, and also weak enough to care about people. No, he he was gonna make someone. Oh, okay. <laughs> he he was oh. gonna create someone whose friends died. Oh, enough to, enough to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. So like, so Tsunade like ha- has has this bad feeling, and it's just like, okay, we gotta we gotta hurry up and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Shizune, we haven't talked about Shizune like at all, basically yet. Yeah, I mean she hasn't been on screen a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know she she's like, oh, up until this point, up until this point, like she's mostly been like kind of worried as like Tsunade does a lot of gambling shit. Yeah, and this is like the first time where she like does like anything more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've even had her name on screen yet. Like, you know, here here she is like you know Tsunade's like okay shit we gotta leave and Shizune's like wait but like. We're at, like a big like, tourist place. We can like, we gotta have fun. We gotta like hang out. Um, yeah, she's she's just like kind of fucking living it up, maybe you know. She's uh she's maybe got like not so bad life. She's like traveling around with like a hot older woman. She's like <laughs> <laughs> just fucking partying and shit. I didn't even think about it like that. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> God damn, she's got like an awesome pet pig. Yeah, she's, like, not really concerned about, like, any, like, she's not really, like, attuned to, like, problems. She's just kind of, like, having a, maybe she's having, like, a pretty good life, honestly. You know, they, they gotta, like, run from, like, that collector, collector sometimes. But, you know, that's just, uh... Yeah, but, that's like... That's just part of it. She's probably made a piece of that by now. Yeah, Sinai's a fucking Sani. Like, what are the debt collectors, like, gonna do, actually? Yeah, like, what, what are they gonna like, fucking become paste? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, to Sinai's credit... They do stay in town and they do go sightseeing. It's so good. Yeah, she's like, okay, well, fine. We'll go look at stuff. Yeah, we'll go look at stuff. I'm not going to do more than that. We'll look at stuff. We'll look at stuff. Um, meanwhile, Naruto's like thinking back to his days at the Academy, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I really like um, Naruto and Choji and Shikamaru and Kiba being like scamps together as kids. I like them just getting into trouble together. Um, yeah. Yeah, we we talked about this like becoming the case later, back when uh, Akiba was being like a, like a like a like a bully at Naruto, mm-hmm. right? Where like that that's like not really the vibe that that like they had moving forward. Uh huh. And I think like there's room to like fill in this idea of like 
okay, yeah, like, they were friends with their kids, and, like, maybe they got, like, a little bit older, and they got, like, a little more conscious about their greed, which, like, Naruto was somebody they probably had to stay away from, and, like, maybe they got kind of sick of, like, Naruto's, uh, like, antics, and, like, the, the, like they felt like he wasn't actually, like, growing past that as they got a little older, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, there's room to, like, imagine something compelling there, even if, like, you know, ultimately it's not really, like, something that gets, like, dealt into. I, I do think it's another thing where it's, like, it, it is kind of weird that, like, Naruto graduates at the same time as all of these other kids that are, like his age despite being the guy who fails a lot right like 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 you know, we've talked about this before like it's one of those things that, like I, I keep like that keeps like circling back around to because like if these are naruto's peers that like you know used to be on the same level as him and then, like later felt like they were too good for him like you all still like must have uh like i either like failed the like exams to like graduate the academy as many times as him or like just didn't try like i, I don't really know what the situation there is right and it's like we we also like don't we 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 don't get like a good idea of like the the, the structure of like ninja school um as far as like when you start and like when you're supposed to graduate and stuff mm-hmm. like you you start like at like you know at least as young as 7 right right cuz Sasuke was in the academy at 7 and can graduate as young as 8 at least I think, like, maybe even younger. Like, didn't didn't Kakashi become, like, a tuning when he was, like, six or something? Yeah, something ridiculous like that. So, like, is it just kind of the thing where, like, when you're ready to go to ninja school, you go to ninja school, and when you're ready to graduate, you graduate? Yeah, it's it's not clear. Um, I, I think there's, like, really, like, a missed beat for, like, it would be cool if, like, you know, a lot of Naruto's peers wind up, like, graduating before him. And then, like, when he, like, goes to the tuning exams, like, at the same time, it's like, what the hell? Why are you here? You've been getting for, like, months. We've been getting for, like, years. Right, yeah. I I think it would be pretty fun. Right, but then, like, I don't know. (laughs) It it would be really funny if um, Naruto was in class with with Konohamaru, and that's how they knew each other. Oh, my God. Because there's like there's like no implication that like Konohamaru or like anybody in his class are like about to graduate, right? Because I don't know, I'm, I'm like thinking about this too much, and like it does not hold up under the way of thinking about that at all, right? Um, we, like I mean, like maybe we should start like falling down this hole and like get back to the scene we were talking about. It, it's just like a fucking like it's like a black hole. It's so easy to like get pulled into thinking about. Well, I I just want to say this one last thing. Like, I I, I think. For this to make sense, uh, it would have to be the case where Naruto just, like, started school way earlier than everybody else, mm-hmm. right? Like, maybe because of his, like, orf- orphan situation, maybe he was just, like... We're, like, putting you in school earlier so, like, you can have people, like, watching over you. Like, a lot of the other kids are, like, maybe learning the basics at home for a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sasuke starts early because, like, he wants to graduate early like his brother did. Yeah. Um, but then, like, he, like, winds up graduating late because, like, maybe he has to take a bunch of time off school because, uh, you know, his family all died. <laughs> Yeah, because his whole family was murdered. Yeah, he needs to take a few years off to process that. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I, I think there is, like, room for drama that, like, could exist if they, like, addressed this more directly instead of made it be this, like, weird, like, glaring series of inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, regardless, this scene is fun. Like, I love them just, like... like you know, they're all, like, blowing off class together. They're all, like, you know, hiding behind their, like... Their school books, like eating lunch together, it's 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 just, it's just cute. I love a bunch of scamps. I really like when like Erica's trying to lecture them about like you know, you know the the leaf symbol actually represents like trying to like pay attention and concentrate. 
I like I love that all of the kids are like, regardless of whether or not this is true, they're all just like, Erica, that sounds like fucking bullshit. Our cool ninja headbands aren't about aren't about like how you should do be like a good student at like elementary school. And they just like run off. It's beautiful. Yeah, and they're so fucking right. <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's no way it is directly about like you should be a fucking good student at elementary school. You know, like obviously Erica's trying to like fucking spin it to. Uh-huh. I love that your kid just can't make that lie, that lie work to, like, these four rowdy kids. It's hard to lie to children. Genuinely. That's why I only ever tell the truth to kids. That's admirable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, hanging out. I'm being someone's lesbian dad. I'm like, you know, it's kind of fucked up that you're a child soldier, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're like, what? And I'm like, eh, what are you going to do? <laughs> The Kakashi maneuver. <laughs> Kakashi wishes he could just, like, fucking talk to kids like I do. Yeah. I, like, I mostly just meant the, hey, what are you gonna do part, but, uh... <laughs> yeah. Fair. Hey, if you think you're getting traumatized, come talk to me about it, okay? You probably are also. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, statistically. <laughs> I kind of how you, I kind of how you went to war elementary school and then, like, went into, like, active battle at the age of 12. Like, it's probably happening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, talk it through with me before you, like, vow to kill someone, cool? Yeah, like, either I can handle or I can just be like, hey, maybe it's not such a big deal, you know, maybe you, get, you got better stuff to dedicate your life to, you know, like, w- one of those two will happen, it'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, um, if you notice your, like, self-worth is tied to how efficient you are at, like, murder, um, maybe try to unpack that with me? Yeah, I don't like, maybe we'll just go get ice cream together instead and you can enjoy ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's okay if you're gay. <laughs> That's a very important one. Fucking, here's the Zardobia is going to tell them that. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I tell a child it's okay to be gay, and here's the Zardobia fucking rolls over in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the kids, huh? The kids. What about the kids? They're, uh, they're being rowdy in school or whatever. What were we yeah, talking about? I, I, feel, I feel like we basically covered it, right? You know, they, like, they, you know, Yorki gives them that lecture about, like, here, here's, like, how you put the leaf on your forehead and try to focus. And, like, that seems dumb. No. Wait, we're gonna go have fun. Yeah. And Naruto, Nart, like, thinks back about that. You know, he, uh, you know, like, he, he, like, smudges the fire on his hand to be, like, leaf shape. He's just kind of, like, like oh, maybe there is something that that, that concentrating thing that Yorki tries to tell me about years ago. And he, you know, finally, like, Bursts the ball and just goes fucking flying. So fucking good. You love a strong boy. Yeah, I I love that. Like the um the, like explosion of this ball as he goes flying is like cross cut with the like e- explosion of the castle elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like shit. Did Archer do that? It's like, oh my god. Uh, but like the the, the force of the charge explodes this ball is like it, it's interesting because like obviously with the way that like Jiraiya does it right where he's like you know when when he's popping the ball it's like basically nothing and like when he even when he did the Rosangan earlier. It's, like, basically nothing, but, like, it, it definitely feels like in his arc, as, like, Naruto is building up to, the do the Rasengan, like, the base Rasengan is this huge destructive thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, f- I feel like it kind of gradually gets, like, scaled back to, like, I guess level that Jiraiya does it so that Naruto can make new Rasengans to be the huge destructive thing. Yeah. But, but also, like, I do just, like, like the idea of Naruto being a baby snake. A baby snake? So, when a grown-up snake bites you... Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually safer than when a baby snake bites you. Okay. Because a grown-up snake knows that it's not going to fucking eat you. It doesn't need to, like, dump all of its venom in you or whatever. 
Oh, and babysitting will just go all, like, just fucking dump the whole thing in there? Uh-huh. Damn. You gotta watch out for baby snakes. You gotta watch out for baby snakes. Our podcast is really practical this week. You're learning a lot. Yeah. Like what? Watch out for baby snakes. Uh, that's that's the closest thing to practical advice we've had on this podcast, I think. All right. But, you know. You know, here's in Saratobi gave me the same advice one day. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, Do I think Snake was a euphemism for something? It's hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> Who knows what he meant? We, we touched on the castle exploding. Um, I love that. Like, there's no reason that Orochimaru needed to do this. Like, he didn't need to explode the, like, most famous, uh, like, tourist attraction in the town to, like, show up and, like, approach Tsunade. Yeah, here's the thing. I think of Rochimaru just, like, showed up and was like, Hey, what's up, Tsunade? My arms, like, are fucked. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. She would have been like, no. And then, and then Orochimaru would have been like, damn. I guess Saratovi really, really got one over on me. And then Tsunade would be like, well, if he did it, I hate that guy. So... <laughs> So I'll fix it, sure. Just just to fucking just to fucking wipe out the last thing he ever fucking did. Hell yeah. Right. Like most of what I'm saying is I feel like there are ways to like show up in medicine Naughty that aren't like so ostentatious. And I love that he just went for like, hey, what's the thing that people will be like most freaked out if it exploded in this town? Kabata, do you know this? Like of course Kabata knows this. He was like pulled out his cards and be like, Oh yeah, I know about the Tanzaku town. Um there's the there's this castle. He's like, good. I'm gonna like. Hey. I'm going to replace it with a snake. <laughs> hey, Kavato, we're gonna do Snake Nine Eleven to Tanzaku Town. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is the second Nine Eleven Rochimaru has done in like twenty episodes. <laughs> Orochimaru so much. <laughs> Kabuto shows up with the second snake. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I, I don't think we have anything better to say about this episode than that honestly yeah no hey everybody <laughs> hey everybody thanks for listening what are we watching next week next week we're back to three episodes for the rest of the arc we're watching episodes 89 90 and 91 of naruto all right poggies it's poggies for sure um hey if you're excited for more you can check us out on patreon patreon.com slash konaha crush that's all one word konaha crush um, there, you can get episodes up to a week early for just $3. Also, we have a sideshow. Uh, Narukai Uzumaki, where we talk about, like, isekai and isekai-adjacent stuff. We we just did our uh, third episode that was ReZero. Uh, that should be up by the time this is out. And 
uh, th this next month we're doing uh, dot hack sign. So, like, you know, look forward to that. It's going to be a good one. Speaking of Patreon, thanks to our Jonin tier patrons, Maple and Izzy, future Chinchiriki of the Six-Tailed Beasts. Any images we talk about can be found on our Twitter, at Konoha Crush, all one word, Konoha Crush. Uh, we have a Tumblr, too, that is Konoha Crush Cast, .tumblr.com. So, you know, if you're a Tumblr person, we post stuff there, too. I think I forgot to put latest episode on there, but, like, I bet that it will be up there on there by the time this one goes out, hopefully. Yeah, you know, that's fine. We're still getting into the groove to post it on Tumblr, too, but, like, it's cool. Maybe if we had any followers, <laughs> that wouldn't be such an issue. Um, I stream. Uh, I stream on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash... Guinevere Tief, G-U-I-N-E-V-E-R-E-T-E-E-F. Guinevere Tief. And uh, I stream art. I stream, like, comic stuff. I'm doing more comic stuff this week. Um, so, you know, come check me out if you want. It's a, it's a good time. It's absolutely a great time. Yeah, way raunchier than on the podcast. <laughs> I'm horrible on Twitch. You should come are you, listen. Are you horrible on Twitch? Yeah, I'm, I'm awful on Twitch. Are, are, you should you no. should come listen. It's very uh, it's very scandalous. It's very uh... it's deeply sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any, anything else needs to be mentioned? I can't fucking think of anything. I don't do shit that isn't this podcast. And our other podcast and show up on your Twitch streams. So like, yeah. I mean, I think, I think I got it all covered. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. And remember, there's no such thing as filler. <laughs>